And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a highly successful writer and producer who has met many celebrities and isn't thinking at all about whether Amy Gustafson is aware of this. It's Robin Shore. And he's a comedian and writer who will tell his grandchildren stories about living through this time, and they will all involve boss fights and Elden Ring. It's Jordan Morris. Tone Zone is here to humbly acknowledge that he is, in fact, showered and shoes, and his delicate skin has touched nary a robe. And her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Hello, my little raspberry fig bars. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon by Karen. Just one name, Karen with a C. Uh, listen, I've been saying for a while that I would like to, because oftentimes I will give my Patreon spiel right here and then I introduce my guests. But I've been saying I want to move it to later in the show because I just feel like maybe I spend too much time on it here. And I was thinking maybe this will be the show where I move it, but I can feel like it's not going to be. So much on Patreon. <laughs> I almost did it, Tony, and then at the last one, I, I wasn't ready for such a big change. And I, I know, but you're making it better by talking about it even more, though. I know. That's what and the listeners want. They want the show before the show. They want to see <laughs> your process. Yeah, that's That is what this show is. I invite them in. And it's funny because Jordan Morris, whom I have not introduced yet, but I think they know. They know the voice. Uh, loves when podcasters talk about what they're going to talk about instead of just talking about oh, it. I thrive. I, am, I love it. I can't get enough. <sighs> why are you doing the show? Talk about your headphone issues. Talk about why the show is late this week. Oh, I, that's to me, to me, to me. That's podcasting. That's the show. That's the show. <laughs> That's the show. Yeah. Yeah. Right Talk there. About where, yeah. Talk about why the one co-host was late. Ugh. Yes. That's the show. You guys, this that is what they is tune it. in. This is what they tune in for. Anyway, we've got bonus episodes of The Friend Zone. We've got a love where you can text me and I'll text you back. We've got video of this that we're recording right now. We've got, uh, you can submit carbohydrates. You can submit questions for the guests. And if you sign up for a year, you get two months free, 12 months for the price of 10. That's a good deal. Okay. Anyway, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. It's so much fun. Patreon. I would like to welcome my guests to the show, the aforementioned Jordan Morris. Hello. Hi, hi. It's great to be mentioned now. It's great to be mentioned before. Um, <laughs> boy, Daniel really uh, Daniel really nailed me in that opening with the uh, <laughs> Elden Ring thing. Was I that a guess swing. or have we actually talked about it? No, we've never talked. <laughs> Just, yeah. uh, I know how I'm much that, you like Bloodborne. I'm, I'm that predictable. And, uh, so... Yeah, I am I am very into like very into um to to the point where I play it till my head hurts. This new video game Elden Ring, which is like a um a very 
kind of Dungeons and Dragonsy quest uh, that you know co-written by George R. R. Martin. If that gives you any idea of what the flavor is it of this thing is, huh? Is it evident while you're playing it that it has his hand? You writing? know, I would say so. It is. It, it is part of a kind of a larger video game universe, uh, uh, fr- and the company is from software. And I would say that it is more of a from software product than a George R. R. Martin product. Again, I don't. I only watched the Game of Thrones TV show. I didn't like read the books, and I haven't read his other kind of weirdo superhero novels or anything. But from, I think, I think, I think this is more of a from software product than a. I- one question, and then yes. and then I know that you know Allison's already thinking about other things, so we'll yeah. move on. Um, I can That's just right. See it, see no, it. we don't want it. We don't need to talk um, about this for. But the I show, playing Bloodborne. That's the show. This is the show. <laughs> I, but I can tell you about how I found the flask of wondrous physic. Jordan, I tried playing <laughs> Bloodborne atop my spectral I, steed. I had oh, to God. quit because um, it was hard, and it would start. Like you die and you start back at the beginning of the level, like right. old school video games. It was just like, it was like too frustrating, yeah. like too difficult. Is this that hard? Uh, yeah, kind of yes and no. It's a little bit more welcoming, but the like, so so these these games are known for being like very hard, and they kind of have these old school video game mechanics where. There's not a save point every ten feet. Like if you die, you have to go back to the beginning. You, have to you lose some the of whole your shit. Level. Yeah, it's uh, it's, so yeah, it's 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 for people who like to like memorize attack patterns. Uh, yeah, I would say this one is a little bit more welcoming, but it, but the the hard shit is still pretty hard. Okay, but it's it's great and rewarding. I think if you wanted to get into them, this is the time. So let me get this straight. In the days yeah. since yeah. I played Super Mario Brothers yeah. and Kid Icarus, mm-hmm. Duck pull. Hunt, great something where you ran World Runner or something, um, Hyper Load Runner maybe Hyper Load Runner. I don't think so, uh, but maybe I don't know. I went on a big quest to find the name of it because <laughs> it was actually like a first-person running game, and it was very. Um, yeah weird and surreal and then actually some listeners found it and this listener sent me this emulator so i could actually like pull it up and play it again it was amazing um but it had this very like kind of prosaic like surprisingly boring name because i thought it had this like wacky name to match match the wacky graphics but it was just called like 3d world run i think it was called 3d world runner or something actually but anyway so in the time since then they have made video games so easy. And yes, I'm coming out <laughs> swinging. That now when you die, you don't have to go back to the beginning of a level or the be- of the beginning. You just you just start up again where you were. Daniel, yeah, don't hide your and, face behind the microphone. And you know, <laughs> in video games a lot, there are no lives anymore. So what? like you can just die as many times as you want to until you finish the game. And I think that video games have changed a lot. So I think you know, back in Nintendo in the Nintendo days, they could only hold eight levels. Mm-hmm. So to get your sixty bucks worth, you have to just make this thing so fucking hard that a kid can play it for a year. And I think now a game you can just make it big enough and involved enough to where you can play it for a year. Um, but this, the, this particular franchise of games has the, has that vast scope, but also has the kind of like 
punishing difficulty um, of of the games of our youth. Where are the stakes in these other games where there's no punishing difficulty? Well, I think it's not just, really about going, that. You're, you're going on a journey. Okay. You know, you're, you're there to see. You're there to see it. You're there to experience the story. The stories yeah. are so much more important now. So I think it's got it's, it. Yeah, it was, just the value. The values people look for in games are a little bit. Different. I see. The video games of our youth were almost like skill tests of skill. Right. Yes, and memorization too. It's like, can you right. memorize this shit? Um, right. Whereas so. this is like a a journey, like you said, a journey, a journey yeah. of story. Robin Shore, hello, welcome. Hello. Uh, do you have? Do you do you video game? Do you play video games? I- I don't video game. I heard the name Elden Ring and I thought it was a suppository for geriatric people. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I hear Elden Ring. I just think of the, that guy on the Cosby show, which is think, not a fun reference Oh, anymore. Elden. Yeah, sure. Are you talking about Murphy Brown or was there an Elden on the Cosby show too? There was, there was oh, Elden. there was an The painter from Murphy Brown was Elden, but also uh, the eldest daughter, Sandra's husband oh, yeah. was Eldon. Was Eldon. Yeah. yeah. El- yeah, yeah Wasn't yeah. it Elvin? Oh. Elvin. oh. Yes. I think you're right. Out, Elvin <laughs> Ring could be another video game. It could be about elf, <laughs> elf, elfin people. Elvish yes, types. an Elvin Ring. And that actor, by the way, do you guys remember when that actor who played Elvin on the show, yep. somebody took a picture of him working at Trader Joe's? Yes. No, and it, oh and, and it went viral, oh, and it was wait. like, "Look at this guy! He's on the Cosby Show now. He's at Trader Joe's." And then all of these people, like big producers, were like, "Yeah, that's what you got to do." And I think he got a bunch of jobs off of that to sort of, yeah. Uh, what's the reverse shame the person that had posted them? Because he's right. a great mm-hmm. actor, and sometimes you got to work at Trader Joe's, you know. By mm-hmm. all accounts, Trader Joe's seems to be a pretty solid place to work. Yeah, everyone so there too. seems happy. They always want to know what I'm doing for the weekend. Oh, they have. <laughs> and that's I, it's fun this it's, weekend. It's not because they're. It's not because they have to do that. It's because they're so happy. They just want to yeah. know about weekends. They do yeah. have. So it's been a long time since I've been there, but they have a lot of questions about what you're buying, and I always wonder, like, are they forced to ask? I think they must be. Hello, Daniel Quants. Oh hi. Hello. Oh, thank you. And hello, Tony. Hi, Al. <laughs> Tony Thaxter. Oh, I yeah, love it. Drop live. Beautiful. I did it wow. live. That live was drops. so live good. Drops. Uh, okay, so just... Patreon. I love it. It's a concert, <laughs> a drop concert. Daniel, <laughs> so just to recap... Monsters of drops. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I was just trying to think of like... um, I can't think of a joke. <laughs> it's one of those shows. Yeah. This is, oh, this is the show. I um, can talk more about Elden Ring. It. Okay. So Godric the Grafted is... Okay. Oh, God. But just so I understand, Daniel, your mm. reference mm-hmm. to Elden Ring, mm-hmm. you just took a guess. I took a swing. Because wow. Daniel told me earlier, mm. he told me that he was disoriented because, and I quote, I fell asleep listening... And I wrote it down. I fell asleep listening to your show. No offense. I thought sound asleep. Because Daniel sleep at a certain point, it was like medically something different. He fell into a coma (laughs) listening to my show. Yeah, Uh, that's that's nice. You listen to the show. That's 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 a nice. It wasn't for enjoyment. Sometimes I try to remind myself of things that were discussed so I can write the intro. And um, there's a functional aspect to it. 
Okay. Yeah, so you can get morsels like Amy Gustafson from the last time I was on, <laughs> who, by the way, is really nice. She just, well, you sure. know, we had a fight in sixth grade, you know? You so know. F her. Just kidding. She's great. She's eating it now. She's listening to this, <laughs> and we're not listening to her. Yeah, right? That's a reference to something from Robin's journal, which I think we're going to hear a selection from later, which I'm very excited about. Daniel... Yes was talking like nonstop about the journal afterwards. He wants more. It was like (laughs) just it was it was like the real life uh, Valley Girl or something like it was the way you speak in that journal. It's like I know I know that person like it was such a uh, it's great. Thank you. <laughs> it's there's so many more things that are so embarrassing that I found today. I cannot. I, I don't disappoint. I cannot wait. But I'm first, not. we have to talk about some important things. So, longtime listeners of this show know that uh, I have been accused in the past of being anti-cat, which yeah. I do not feel is I fair. I have not. Uh, this is interesting. I and. I, my antenna is up for this as I someone know. who is, um, some would say, disgustingly pro cat. That's kind um, of why cats can yeah. suck a dick. It's kind of why. Oh. I, oh, the drops say otherwise. <laughs> yeah. That's kind Where of what. That me impersonating Allison. Yeah, <laughs> That's kind of why I wanted you. I, I thought this would be a good topic to have you weigh in on, Jordan, because you know me and you know that I'm not anti cat, right? Fuck you. Cats. That's okay. That I can tell. That's a little okay. That was yeah. That's that was that was fake news. That was uh, right. These are deep fakes. For the record, I did not make those. Jeff, she did tell me to play them. That's how much. So anyway, this was like I think it was Jeff that alleged this. I now maybe the listeners, you know, came on board, but this is a charge that's been leveled at me in the past, and now it is following me to Upworthy Weekly. My weekly lighthearted news show, which I do with Todd yes. Perry, it comes out on Saturdays because he's there's a like, thank you. Uh, wait, did you say he's a delight or it's a delight? <laughs> I said he's a delight, but I really meant you guys together are a delight. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm the one who should say sorry. <laughs> I just want to repeat what just happened. He's a delight. Thank you. No, I could say thank you. On, be- on behalf of him, I say thank you. Of course you can. Yeah. Thank you for thinking he's a delight. He's delightful. But... But there's now a groundswell of listeners of that show, there's mm. some overlap, who feel there's some anti-cat action happening because they're like, why do you guys only talk about dog stories? Why not mm. cat stories? Mm-hmm. Cats are not... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what editing genius put these <laughs> seamless... Cats are not okay. <laughs> Cats are bad. And Todd... <laughs> Because on Upworthy, it's like a lot of stories about, you know, some guy was hiking in the snow and fell down a ravine and his Bernese mountain dog, like, you know, protected him from hypothermia. Like he had two dogs and, you know, they split up and one of them like stayed with him and protected him from the cold and another one got help. It's like dogs rescuing people are there's a fair amount of stories about that. 
Um, and of course, like we share those stories on the show because who doesn't love a story of like a beagle who res a beagle mix who rescues someone? I don't know if a pure beagle could rescue someone. No offense to pure, pure beagles. But anyway, so Todd's whole argument, and I think he made it worse for us. His argument is like, this is not on us. This is on the cats. Cats mm -hmm. are like cute. They're adorable. They're clever. But when a cat rescues someone, when a cat makes news, for doing something quote unquote upworthy, then we'll do a cat story. But until that happens, like we're only, you know, we're presenting stories that are in upworthy. So get it together. Words, cats. Complain to the cats. Don't yeah. complain to the host. Do you of the want show. to, to Allison, do you want to use this time? Yeah. Um, to kind of like clear the air. Can you kind of definitively say what your cat stance is i mean because i imagine it's, yes <laughs> your cats your cat stance cats and cat people i feel they're um immoral fuck <laughs> now that didn't sound edited <laughs> now that's a cats yeah the, again there has been i am being dragged through the mud these drops are deep fakes. I think that's very clear. Uh, it's just funny that this is now on there's two some, different There's shows. some Russian hacker farm yes. putting these together. <laughs> um, and so there's a lot of like cat videos being sent to the Upworthy Weekly email address that we give out each time. It, and it's it's funny, but there's some real emotion behind it. Um, I do. The, a story did come in this week about a cat that had like saved a toddler or something. So I think that, that there is, there are some cases of cats rescuing people. Now, Todd apparently is like wildly allergic to cats. Daniel is wildly allergic to cats. I am mildly, and I don't, I'm not mm. intending to rhyme. I am allergic to cats, but not, it used to be like, it used to be like a violent allergy and it's gotten, it's lessened as I've gotten older. I find myself wanting to get a cat the older I get, mm, which is, okay. I've never really had one. Um, there was a, when I was little, there was a stray that we would feed and when it rained, we, the stray would come in the house, but we never really, That's cute. yeah, we've never had a cat. And I'm like, I feel like, I feel like I could have a cat. So I like cats. Um, yeah, I rest my case. I like cats. That's it. The there end. There we go. That's your stance. That's my stance. It's my okay. cat. But and it's and it's a, and it's an and it's then the allergy has something to do with it. The reason you don't like have them, there's not a million photos of you like pressing your face into cats. It's just it's a, you know, functional health issue. I you know, I would have to like it, the idea of pressing my face into a cat makes me nervous because I don't know what the result would be. I don't That's know how true, allergic yeah. I would become. But right now, what's standing between me and a cat is Daniel. Okay. <laughs> Daniel, what do you have to say for yourself? Maybe oh you've been. I'm so allergic to cat. I mean, like, I can go into a place that had a cat in it recently and immediately tell. My oh. eyes swell shut and the whole, the whole thing. I don't. My general, like, not love. I would call it a not love of cats, but not a dislike of cats. Um. I think it's like when I was a kid, cats would, I found cats to be unpleasant. They would like scratch you and shit. Sure. And so it's like, I, why? It's like, and I, you know, I, I don't it, want it's... bees as a pet either. <laughs> you know? Oh, I think I like we them. found the real comparing cats to bees. What an yeah. analogy. Okay. I think listeners direct your hate to quants. Right. That's, this is worthy. <laughs> it's a one to one comparison. A bad cants. <laughs> A bad can'ts, Quants. 
<laughs> cats. Uh, no, Fox no. I, cats. I, I listen. As a cat lover, I understand that. Like when you see someone else's cat, you want to like play with it, and it's maybe not comfortable around you yet. So it's mm-hmm. weird or it's aggressive. And I think that that like learning to be a like super cat person, you one kind of has to get used to you, and you kind of have to like earn earn its trust. I have I have heard them described as a lesson in consent. You have mm-hmm. to like kind of earn them. Or, you know, you, you can't just pick them up if they don't want to be picked up. Wait. So, yeah. I, I don't want to throw you off your train of thought, okay. but who described it as a lesson in consent? And was that tongue in cheek or was this earnest? Uh, I think this was like an earnest, like, tweet. This was, oh, a, yeah, God. I know. I'm quoting a tweet and I don't remember who did it. No, it's okay. It's like, I'm yeah. that. I, that's not the problem. I The problem I have is not with that. The sure. problem I have, I think, is with the person who tweeted it, unless we like this person, in which case, Cool. I don't know who it is, so we can drag them. Go ahead, drag away. But I do think this person meant, you know, they really meant consent in the way that it was supposed to be. Okay. (laughs) Yes, yes. All right. (laughs) Then I'll allow it. Sure. No, I'm actually joking. I'm just saying it's weird to talk about consent with cats. That's yes, what I'm saying. Is. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> perhaps we're diminishing some other issues we yeah. have societally That's by doing a cat tweet on Twitter. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Um but yeah, but I, I where was I going with this? I understand like if you if you have never bonded with a cat and gotten its feces brain worms into your skull, um <laughs> you know, oh you God. could feel a little bit chilly about them. Pretty much. And then I had a, a a friend in college and she found a kitten in like it was a feral, you know, cat's baby. So it was like two generations of feral cat. And this cat hated humans. And she held on to this cat because she, you know, got it dewormed and everything. It was her cat. And it was the kind of thing where it's like if you weren't paying. I, it's, I, I learned not to pay any attention to this cat. But if you were sitting in your hand, dared to like just be relaxed, you know, at a low level, mm-hmm. the cat would attack your hand. Just attack it. Like with just. Where were like, you? Do, were you holding a handful of tuna? <laughs> like just a handful yeah, it, of tuna salad, because that might have been it. It was just like. <laughs> You're not helping the cause, cat. I think this cat's this cat needs to be mindful of the yeah. the the larger kind of public opinion about cats. Yeah, cat dogs get the public relations aspect of their job as dogs. Mm-hmm. Cats don't. They don't pay attention to it. You know, dogs are all on board. With but the it's project. like a neighborhood. Like, would you say the same thing about like a neighborhood? dog that is poorly trained in barking is that dog doing something to i don't know what you're talking about injure there's no such dog PR. daniel do you see how you're centering your own experience here Mm. Mm -hmm. i'm centering my own experience in my opinion yes do you see how that's problematic Mm -hmm. no we're okay. really learning a lot today. This is a really yeah, I mean, it's a deep yes, dive. we are. We're all unpacking mm. our privilege. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost any dog, you can go up and just go, you're so cute. Oh my God. And they're fine with it. That's, you yeah, dangle yeah, a fucking true. finger below waist level and. In my, in my oh experience, my gosh. We, found ca- the, we found I, the we found the we found the anti cat villain. This try to scratch your skin off. And I'm going to center my own experience now yes. in 
my fight against the allegation that I am anti-cat because this mm-hmm. is now a pattern. This is begin. It's beginning to right. feel Sisyphusian. Um, <laughs> each time I make a speech like the one I've made, where I feel that I Very come diplomatic. off Very diplomatic. diplomatic, political, pristine, princess-like. You could imagine a diplomatic, pristine princess giving that speech in a world where we all respect princesses. Um, and I'd like to go back in time and take out the reference to princess. It's not really helping my cause, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I said it. Um, but anyway, uh, yes, I, I just feel like I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying makes sense. And then someone on my show tries to make a similar argument, but what really comes out is that they really have a problem with cats. And I feel like it kind of like undermines me. This is now Listen, the second time this has happened. So it's like, kind of an it's kind of like a bias. So you feel like you maybe you're associating with some anti cat people, and it's people yeah, are just actually that yes, you're because giving I, them a platform. I remember Alan Moss, and I love Al. We all how can one not love Al? But he was like, "Your cats are okay," you know, like. But then he told a story about like when his family's cats when his family's cat died, and like. It really was no big deal because no one liked the cat or something. <laughs> Do you remember that, Daniel? So sad. Barely yet. I think it was like uh, they liked the cat. I don't. I can't remember. But basically, there's two kinds of people in in this argument. There's me, and then there's the people who actually are who for whom those drops should have been made. Look, I have come around on cats. Doesn't sound like I. It. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> I. I'm just telling you what my experience has been sure. with mm-hmm. cats and why I have just been neutral to negative about them generally. But in recent years, I've come to learn that cats have some kind of value. To people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But I will tell you, we were in, we tragically lost uh, a dog and we were in a grief support group and there were people there who had lost their cat. And at first I was like, this isn't the same thing. Oh boy. <laughs> wow. And then I realized I was wrong. Wow. I was wrong. I it was it. every but bit I couldn't, the same I couldn't thing. understand how exactly you could love a cat the, same the way one would love a dog. But that was me being uh dog. Some might say it's a richer relationship because it requires a little bit of work. Yes. I, I, I get that now. But I'm a bit. I'm a. I've my experience. My opinion. Sure. You've grown. You've grown. You've evolved. I've, I've learned a lot in the, in the ensuing years. That's how I felt at the time. This Rock. is the, this is really nice. Nobody's raising their voices. This is a very like <laughs> very measured, very measured conversation. Robin, very what about you? Not a cat person. Oh, lived with a lot of cats it. in college and can't stand them. Oh my god! Wow. Can't I had stand them. I had oh no idea. Oh well, those Can't college cats, you know, no. always drunk, eating your yes. eating your food, <laughs> oh, playing rides, those college cats, playing bongos, playing and bongos in the quad. <laughs> <laughs> the the revenge that the universe got on me is she's she's sitting on the futon right now. But they, I adopted a dog who acts like a cat. <laughs> she cleans <laughs> herself. She sips water like a cat. She has a personality of a cat. So <laughs> I have a cat dog. Is she finicky? Um, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So finicky. 
Such a little snob. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a uh, it's a real dislike for me, and I think it's familial. I think my father hated cats, and uh, in fact, uh, there were plenty of times throughout my childhood where, like, the server would bring my dinner, whatever it, I ordered, and it was a cat. It. No, <laughs> it was a cat, a full cat. Yeah, I, I the cat had cooked the meal. <laughs> we were at like a deli, a and I ordered huh. tuna fish. And my dad goes, "That looks like a cat threw up." <laughs> and I, were you at were you at Katz's deli? We were, we were <laughs> in Katz's. That's oh my a God. fun. That's a that's fun, fun connection. We're it was. Fun. I will never forget it. I was like, "What?" I did not order cat throw up, Dad. It's my tuna sandwich. But no, not a cat person. Vehemently against. Is now now we're getting somewhere. Is yeah. cat vomit? qualitatively different than dog vomit because i've seen a lot of dog vomit and that could pass for a like disgusting looking meal too cats i mean i cats uh, cats are they're barfy animals and i think you have you have barf and then you have hairballs oh you kind of have two different kinds of mouth based gunk that you're gonna find every now and then (laughs) disease gets in through the mouth people Robin, do you feel your dad was comparing your tuna fish sandwich to a hairball or to cat vomit? Just straight up cat vomit. Like okay. he's not a man for nuance. He doesn't mm. even know what a hairball is. Um, he hates Hawaii. What can we say about this man? He's just he's an he's just says what he thinks, and he thought that looked like cat vomit. Okay, so Daniel and Robin pretty anti cat. Although Daniel, uh, no, claims- no, no, I used to be anti cat. Okay, Daniel, no, Robin's, Robin's, Robin's. I think maybe perhaps Robin is the heel that the yeah. that the cat yeah. people need to turn yep. their anger on. Tony, yeah. where are you? Where do you I'm come sorry. down? Uh, I am like kind of similar to Daniel. I never hated them or anything, but I didn't. I was never a cat person. I'm still much more of a dog person, and I also am allergic. Uh, it's gotten better as I've gotten older. I used to not be able to be in any house that had a cat, like yeah. for any period of time. Wow. Now it's totally just a. I never know. I can go to some people's house and I'm immediately a disaster. Other people's house, I'm totally fine. I can play with the cat and it's um, it, yeah. It's I don't know. Um, but uh, I tend to always like the the cats that I meet that I like are usually the ones that act like dogs. I have found. <laughs> Like where they're just like actually like very friendly and and will actually like play like play fetch and stuff like that and because uh, I feel like I know I also know some people who have cats that uh, just like hide the entire as soon as someone comes over they just go hide. Well, and, uh, I doubt there's many people who are who are you know in uh, taken with that behavior. Yeah, I know, and I mean, there's only. And you you don't know it's same. I mean, dogs can be the same way, or like you don't know what this animal is going to be like until right. you live with them. But so. I think there's kind of an element of like if you see somebody's like cat on Instagram or something, and you go over to their house, you're like, I'm going to get a snuggle this cat. And then if it, you know, if it's there's a certain amount like a like, oh, you're too good to me. Well, you're too good. What are you doing? That's not getting snuggled <laughs> by me. You know, right, right, right. So I I get that. There's a, it can come off as snobby. I think. What's bug like with new people? Uh, Bug's pretty good with new people. Bug is my cat. I love her. Aww. She's my world. Um, <laughs> Bug, honey, don't. There you go. <laughs> There's I love a drop. the name Bug. Yeah, so it's it's fun. Her name at the shelter was Sugarcane, and I'm like, we're gonna change this lame shit real quick. <laughs> um, 
But uh, yeah, Bug is pretty good with new people. She's curious. She doesn't want to be like handled immediately. But if if she Who she does? takes. Yeah, right. Tell me about it. In this economy, yeah, <laughs> with gas prices like they are, <laughs> I don't know what does this mean. Uh, but yeah, but she's she's pretty open to like meeting new people, and I think if you if you like come and sit nicely, she wants to come down and sit on your lap. So yeah, she's a, she's a very nice cat, and um, and I think definitely uh, a, a charmer, even to people who are cat skeptics. So. All right, Bug, I'm excited to maybe meet you one day. I'm just going to say, Bug, you've opened my mind. She, she's over. Maybe I can point the camera. Oh, Bug. Wait, I don't see her. Patreon.com. She's by my shirt from the last episode. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Has anyone seen Bug? Am I just blind? Did anyone no, see a cat? Kinda, is, Bug kinda, black, is Bug a black cat she's by the gray, pillows? Yeah, let's gray. See, she, oh, she's gray. Oh, I see. Simpsons pillow over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, your yeah, mug might be blocking her a little bit. Okay. Whoop. There we oh, go. Oh, yeah. I think I just yeah. see her. Oh, okay. She's snuggling. Listener, she's snuggling with a Krusty the Clown pillow. That's cute. Yeah, I have a cool. I have a cool. Jordan, I like that you changed your shirt. That's a true professional. None Thank of, you. I thought we were going to do another photo. No, I did spill something on the oh, okay. shirt, so I had to change. <laughs> but also, I'm like, yeah, hey, we'll get a new photo out of this. Everybody's probably going to do a costume change. It's like going to see Bette Midler in Vegas, right? I, I literally <laughs> thought of it while I was peeing in between. I was like, should I change shirts? Should we do new photos? And then I thought, Mm, no. <laughs> That's my the shirt show. Has, my shirt has a dog on it. I'm being diplomatic. I want to I want to welcome <laughs> you know, the you. other side. I always side with the underdog mm. and I have empathy for the underdog in life. And I'm realizing that cat people are persecuted. And so thank I you. think that yes, I need to Yes, thank you. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do it, Jordan. Thank going you. through I'm i didn't brave. realize I'm very brave i didn't realize the plight i didn't realize how hard it is i didn't re- i mean look you are one of five right now but i'm gonna come over to your side i'm a cat person now wow and i'm sorry <laughs> i uh, i extend my apology and my support to all the cat people out there because i didn't realize how many just ardently anti-cat proudly anti-cat people there are it's, and the it's cat, a, I would dump him in a cup and then pour some <laughs> almond milk and drown it in trivia. That also didn't sound edited. <laughs> I'll say sometimes being a cat person is a little bit like living in L.A. In mm. that, like, if you just meet somebody, you know, and you're like, oh, I'm from L.A., they'll just, like, tell you why they think it sucks. And, like, it yeah. fucking yeah. sucks. And they, like, were here once that's a, that's a great and analogy. just went to Hard Rock Cafe. And they're like, here's why it sucks. And everyone's fake and no one reads. Like, and you're like, you know, I live here, right? You rude dick. Why don't I? Now I can just assume that people from wherever you are are rude dicks. Anyway, but I think sometimes when you're like, I have a cat, like, people will. This happened to me a lot, like online dating. I would tell people I had a cat, and then there would just be a five-minute moth-caliber monologue about why they don't <laughs> like cats. I'm like, you know I have one, right? Like, don't do this to my face at this fucking gastropub. Anyway. <laughs> so, so, yes, sometimes people can be a little insensitive about these various topics. Anyway. Mm. But I understand preferring dogs or another pet, like a bird or whatever. Jordan, you know what I think you should do instead of go on a date and listen to someone insult you to your face? You should stay home 
and enjoy some delicious plant-based meals. Uh, We all know we are what we eat, but it can be tough to make time for shopping, meal planning, prepping, and cooking. So why not get straight to the good part with great meals that we require no prep whatsoever. Splendid Spoon sends delicious plant-based meals and snacks right to your door. It's ready-to-eat food designed to fit into your busy schedule instead of taking time out of it. Um, So yeah, this is not a like meal box where you have ingredients and then you spend time cooking it and putting it together. This is these are meals. You receive meals that are already cooked and you put them into your refrigerator or you can freeze them. Um and they are delicious and they are all plant-based. We have like soups and entrees. They are all so good. The mushroom soup, the butternut squash, um the rigatoni meatballs, um, plant-based meatballs. The And then we also have smoothies. The raspberry cacao smoothie was Daniel. We I tried it. Daniel had the rest of it. Um, so good, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, really also the, and then the, we have a coconut lime one in the refrigerator, which I am like, I cannot wait to try that one. Then there's some green juice in there as well. And it's all so good. So Splendid Spoon fits into any schedule and they'll, there's a meal plan for everyone. And you'll only lift a finger to press start on your microwave. This stuff is ready to eat. Every meal plan is customizable, so you get what you want every time. It's 100% plant-free, gluten-free, and GMO-free. Always made with plenty of vegetables, legumes, healthy fats, whole grains, and spices from all over the world. Enjoy a fresh take on classic dishes like their fan-favorite vegan meatballs and marinara noodles. Or take your taste buds on a journey with exciting dishes like cauliflower tikka soup. Uh, Plenty of smoothies, grain bowls, soup bowls, and noodle bowls for you to discover. With over 50 choices and a constantly rotating menu, there's always new dishes to try. Uh, try Splendid Spoon today and take meal planning off your plate. Just go to splendidspoon.com slash Allison for $50 off your first box when you subscribe to the breakfast, lunch, and reset plan or the breakfast, lunch, dinner, and reset plan. That's splendidspoon.com slash Allison for $50 off. Again, that's splendidspoon.com slash Allison for $50 off. Also, we are supported by Peacock's Below Deck Down Under. Good Day Yachties, your favorite reality franchise, is charting a course for Australia in Peacock's new original series, Below Deck Down Under. On a super yacht near the Great Barrier Reef, it's not just the waves that rock the boat. Each charter of outrageous guests presents new challenges for the yachty hotties, but you can count on them to work hard and play harder. Besides, there may be sharks in the water, but this crew has a bite of its own. Fan fave Asia from Below Deck Med is back as Chief Stew, while hunky Newcomer Jason has everyone saying, aye, aye, captain, add in yacht size egos and dueling deckhands, and you can bet there's drama on the horizon. If you're looking for the ultimate escape, pull up that anchor and come aboard. Below Deck Down Under is streaming now with new episodes every Thursday, only on Peacock. Okay. Let's see. A lot to get to here. Um, peacock. That was the peacock. <laughs> I, lo- I like that Peacock uh, ad copy. Thank and you. by the way, Below Deck is. I wrote it myself. My favorite it, show. It's, it's great. So we need to get there's back Below into Deck it. heads out there. I'm. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm such surprised. a deck head. I'm such so. a. Deck. <laughs> I was late to get into that show, and then 
was it during the pandemic, Daniel? It was at the yeah. very beginning of it. We watched so many seasons. I need to. I haven't watched the Australia one yet. Um, I haven't either. But but is a great. She's great for cheese stew. She's gonna yeah. do great. I we were super into Ben. The show. watched the, the whole Ben on. Yeah. 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 We liked yeah. Ben. Um. Ben, yeah. Ben's amazing. How do you ben feel about a, God. about who? Sorry. Kate. Well, Chief Stu Kate. Kate gets the job done. She's actually really fun to follow on Twitter, Kate Chastain. She's oh, hilarious. I didn't follow her. And she's actually she's really funny. I like that she f- knows how to make a dick out of a towel and put it on a, a, a the primary's <laughs> bed. Um, I, what were you saying I about Ben? She, uh, oh, Ben, uh, my sister emailed me like last year or something, and she was like, is this a big deal? Ben is doing a demonstration at my brother-in-law's law firm he was doing like a cooking demonstration that's and I was cool like, can you give me the link to that like mm-hmm. this is a huge deal <laughs> and um they kate and ben are now on a show where they watch below deck together what like be- yeah wait it's like this rings yeah. a bell we knew about this right daniel i'm aware of stuff like that it's like the people's couch, but for below deck. Right. And it's right. like all the former cast members being like, you know, when people, it's actually Kate said something really funny when like there's a new romance on deck. Um, Kate's always just like, these people have known each other for 40 hours. Like they just got on board and they're all like, we go way back. Like he's been my day one. And it's like, it's still day one. <laughs> but uh, I love it. I love it. To, to, the, to the deck heads out there. Um, does, does it make you want to go on a yacht or a super yacht? No, 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 that's not, I watch it it aspirationally because I get very, 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 very seasick. I can't even do stand up paddling. We're so the same. I have this new thing now where any show I see where they're on a boat, it last happened. It happened on the Sopranos. There's some season where they're on a boat. Uh, Mm. and then what were we watching recently, Daniel, where they were on a boat? Was it um? Was it Real Housewives? Yeah, yeah it was no. Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. I don't know for sure if that's it. What that. you watch? No, but, but were they on on on? No, uh, the, the Salt Lake City gals did not get on the boat. There was something where someone was on a. Anytime I see anyone on a boat on TV, it just reminds me that I like I would never want to be on a boat. No way. My sea, like I get seasick too, but it's it's gotten to the point where I get seasick just watching a boat on television. It's not good. The, yeah, the yacht experience, I I don't get it. Like I watch these shows and I and I'm always like left with this feeling of um, what's the why are you spending so much? If I could spend that much money on a trip, this is not what I would choose to do. Right. I would go to a resort. I much prefer going to a big nice resort for the amount of money they spend. So much money to, that, yeah. You know, and it's like the quarters are always like kind of like cramped. Tony, have you been on a cruise? Have you done like a rock cruise? No, never <laughs> have. And I have no desire to. Yeah. I'm not against a boat, but I don't have any desire for a cruise. It does not sound fun to me. And I, yeah, just being in the middle of the ocean is not where I want to be. Yeah. Has I uh, have been. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Daniel. Oh, I was going to say, I have uh, been left with this understanding that being a parent prepares you to be a chief stew on one of these yachts (laughs) because they have to deal with like dealing with the very, very rich and all of their particular demands. It's a lot like, you know, because our our boys would be like, I'm not going to drink out of the blue cup. 
I need a green cup. <laughs> I need, you know, and it's like everything is just, you know, right. has to be just fucking so. And it has to happen now. Right. There's a, um, there's a new episode of Below Deck on tonight. I'm not saying that I'm excited to watch it, but I am. And the, the group of people that they had to wait on, this particular whatever, these guests, these primaries, whatever, were so heinous. Like the, the guy, the, the primary, the guy was like walking around on a fedora, ranting and raving about how the, he's like, I've had better food at a ballpark. Oh, and God. like he's just insulting wow. everybody. And then they nervously serve him the next meal and he takes like, and by the way, he had an underbite crossbite, which I have a, hmm. m- one of my dear friends has one, but it just is worse coming out of an underbite crossbite mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he was just like that, you know, the camera sort of zooms in on him as he's eating and they're so nervous and he's like, yeah, it's good. It's good. And it's just like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, it's like, like, fuck you. They're hmm. so mean. But then I'm like, do they go on the show because they have to right. pay for it? But like, do they go on the show because they want to be on TV during their vacation? That's I mean, what's weird know. is that they pay for this experience where they know they're going to be portrayed in a very negative light, right? You have to wonder and, a little bit if they're putting it on. Do you but, remember, did anybody see the episode, and we don't have to talk about Below Deck the whole time, but there was this girl who refused to share a room with another girl. There were two twin beds in the room or two mm. king, queen beds. And then Captain Lee was like, I'll just, and she was like, I refuse to share a bed. And Captain Lee slept in the living room and gave her his quarters. Oh, that does ring a bell. That rings a that bell. That was tough. That was tough. Guys, <laughs> these people suck. <laughs> has, uh, has anybody seen any like videos or articles about that Star Wars hotel where everyone's in character all the time? I no. what Brooke, who is it? Brooke uh, McDonald and um, Carly Carly Wiesel have both done it, and they both have done Insta stories that I've read and, and watched. So I'm wow. a little bit familiar with it. Tony, I know you're a Star Wars. You're a Star Wars guy, right? Uh huh. Does yeah, that sound time. fun to you? That like kind of weekend where you're like in Star Wars? Uh, no. In theory, sure. But the actual, uh, yeah, the whole like inter. I, I was actually talking about it with Daniel when I saw him. Uh, the whole like interactive part of it, uh, people in character and all that. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. It would be cool to see. I would like to see it, but I don't want to do all the interactive stuff. You don't want to participate. No, I'm not a participator. I don't want to like do any leisure thing where I feel like I'm doing improv. Yes, that's what it sounds yeah. like. Right? Well, that's, yeah, that's what I've heard. Is that like it's just like your time there is just like packed full of all these things you're supposed to do, and they're like, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> I think it's I don't for. Want to see that. It seems like it's, it's really it's really for kids. Like, yeah. yeah. For sure. Kids. And nerds. Sorry. But like people mm-hmm. who are like going to save all their money and go to the Star Wars hotel. Sure. Oh, God. Yeah. Now yeah. the cat people and the Star Wars people. Wow. Yeah. No, you. do it. Lean in. Who else? Who else can we hit? Who else is volatile <laughs> online? You have anything to say about Marvel? <laughs> Batman. <laughs> you know what sounds like a much more fun use of time? Staying home and playing Switchcraft. So Switchcraft is uh, this super fun game it's uh it's a match three game but it's also like a it's got this story so i feel like match three games 
can be a lot of fun, but it seems like most of them are the same. The themes and characters change, but overall it's kind of the same boring format until now. Switchcraft is a brand new take on the match three game. As you play, you unlock pieces of beautiful, magical, and gripping pieces of a beautiful, magical, and gripping graphic novel. It's a mobile game with a unique blend of TV-worthy writing, choose-your-own-adventure-style narrative, and thousands of magical match-three levels. Um, so in Switchcraft, you take on the role of a witch at Pendle Hill, the world's top academy of witchcraft. You play your way through hundreds of enchanting match-three levels, revealing a dark and winding mystery story. It all starts with the disappearance of your best friend, and now it's up to you to unravel the mystery of her disappearance using your magical match-three skills and along the way you'll find unique characters a gripping story and even a little romance the best part is that your choices in the game determine the outcome of the story so you're in the driver's seat i uh i really enjoy playing this game um because i want to know what happens next and as you guys like i'm not a i'm not a big i'm not a a quote-unquote gamer this game is great for people who are not quote-unquote gamers but also i think that even if you are a gamer you will enjoy it as well because like i said it's got Uh these two it's got the two pillars it's got the really you know gripping story really uh great graphics but then it's also got the match three stuff so you know the match three is it's just a really clever use of the match three um that you know pops up at, at at different points so your interest is held the entire time <clears throat> and it's just it's i recommend it highly download switchcraft for free and unlock the magical mystery again download switchcraft for free and unlock the magical mystery it seems a new guest has joined Sorry. the show that's I okay to lock the hello door. owen why don't you put hi. do you want to put the do you want to put the headphones on him so <laughs> you can say hi hi owen hi owen can you hear us? What are you What are you doing right now? It's mommy. Yeah, hi, ah, Owen. Ah, come on. What you doing? Take a bath. Yeah. Do you have any hot takes? Nice. <laughs> hey, Owen. <laughs> what's a cat say? What did you I say? I need help. Oh, that's what cats say. Sometimes they do say that. Look, it's our below deck primary charter guest right here. <laughs> <laughs> what are his demands? What does he need help with, Daniel? Have to. Pretty cute. Pretty cute. What is happening? That's a cute kid, Allison. You made <laughs> Thank a cute you. kid. When's, Thank uh, you. When's he getting his podcast? When's yep. it happening? You know, any day, probably. Uh, kid casts. On the episode of the Monday show. So when you everyone hears this, I believe at the end of the Monday show that ran this week. So it's already out. Elliot sings a little song at the very end, which is super fucking cute. Unless I'm confusing which shows it is, but I'm pretty sure it is that show. So if you need more of my children, which I'm sure some of you need less, but many of you might need more. Go check out that episode, which has Daniel and me and Elliot at the very end. What did Owen need help with, Daniel? Oh, he just wanted mommy. Oh. He came in. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's, yeah, it's close to bedtime. Very cute. All right. Uh, we need to hear Robin's diary entry, but real fast, I just want to bring up a topic that is um, one of my favorite things to talk about. It's a crowd favorite, and it has to do with bowels. Um, so I was watching TikTok and, uh, somehow I have found myself 
seen a lot of uh i'm like on the bariatric surgery section of tiktok where it's like a lot of people who've had gastric bypass or gastric sleeve surgery um which i find like fascinating watching their videos um and so there was this woman who i've seen a lot of her stuff and across the screen it said itty bitty shitty itty bitty shitty committee and i was like oh i did not know that was a side effect of this surgery but it turns out it's not at all she was just talking about like negative voices in her head which she refers to as the itty bitty shitty committee but i totally thought it was like she was talking about the side effects of the surgery like being her bowels shrinks your turds like little rabbit poops yeah (laughs) a little circular a little circular i never honestly ever knew that until this moment but it's not it's not a side effect Uh, of it you have normal size normal sized i actually don't know how it affects your poops but this TikTok, well, she was just talking about having like negative, you know, negative self-talk. I've not yet found any evidence of how it affects your poop, but I feel like it should, right? But anyway, uh, here's my question. I'm realizing this. I'm this. I'm leading out. I'm leaving out a. a you know what? Look, I, I'll just say it because I can't remember because I've tweeted about it. I do have itty bitty shitties. <laughs> It is you think situation. your, you think your, you think your turds are, are smaller than the average turd. Oh, I know they are. How do you? How have you? How do you know? I guess is <laughs> with the question that question. immediately jumps to mind. Because I have experienced normal bowel movements in my okay. life, but, but then you, they've li- shrunk over time. Yes. You feel like are you're you eating less. No, I don't think it's that. It's it's okay. not. It's that. It, I think my tweet was something like, "Me, I would. Could I please just have like one normal adult human bowel movement, and then my body? How about thirty-seven tiny ones?" It's a real, real popular tweet. Yeah. Um, but anyway, here's my question: Does everyone take something or do something to ha- to help? have normal bowel movements like is that just a thing we all have to do at this age because daniel i'm gonna put your butt on blast (laughs) (laughs) oh literally do you do you do we talk do we talk about your metamucil (laughs) (laughs) um i guess we do now what's your what's your what's your brand plug it maybe you'll get a free case (laughs) regular regular metamucil i take i take it at night well i started taking it i think i mentioned this a few episodes ago i was working at a company where the bathrooms were single occupancy mm-hmm. that's tough. and yeah, that's people really had nice. cubicles right outside of those Oh. So if you went number two and then you opened the door, that poor <laughs> that soul sucks, yeah. would get uh. a waft of uh, your morning breeze. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, and I, I didn't want to do that to people. <laughs> he didn't want his wind song to stay on their mind. That's right. Um, and so I tried to get myself on a morning schedule where I could go before I went to work. Um, and I found that the best way to do that was take a little Metamucil right before bed. And then, you know, you need to go pretty much when you wake up or thereabouts. Good to go. And, uh, and I just stayed on that sketch. 
Wow. Yeah. So I'm just it's wondering. Good. I don't eat, I don't take, I don't get enough fiber in my diet either. So that's part of it. Okay. Thank you. It's very detailed. Thank you. Does everyone mm. do something along that order? Is that just what we're the barrel we're staring down at this age? I, I, I feel like yeah, you don't. I feel okay. like when I when I when I'm about three quarters of the way through the coffee I drink every morning, mm. it, yeah. it is it is time. It's go time. <laughs> uh, it's butt blast time. Um, <laughs> You're on a butt blast. I'm on. Yeah, <laughs> you just got butt blasted. <laughs> you just got blasted. See, we're doing live drops. Live drops. I love it. Live drops. Live drops it's with Robin and Jordan. Yeah, Jordan, I do have a drop. <laughs> I do have a drop of yours that actually that fits this conversation. Oh, it's here. I mean, I like poop. I think poop works. There you go. <laughs> I do not remember what that was in reference to, but <laughs> but it's a drop. Fun for yeah. fun fun for any situation. Uh, <laughs> but I I do have a. Sometimes things will get backed up, and I have a I have a bottle of like stool softener that mm. I'll throw in with my like morning fish oils if uh things are getting backed up and that's that's a you know every other month kind of thing great okay so you don't have a day you don't have a daily uh regimen or anything no yeah usually usually the coffee kind of helps it does it um but you know we're all we're all getting older right robin you're just just au natural I feel like about 10 years ago, I had I had to take psyllium husk for something. Isn't that the same That's thing Metamucil, Metamucil, yeah. Basically the yeah. same. So Sounds I like can't... an Elden Ring pickup. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so um, to... But no, I've been blessed in this area, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> very, Wonderful. Blessed very healthy bowels. Good. Tony, you know I'm going to... You know, it's your turn now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm kind of basically the same as as robin and i guess well kind of like jordan where like the coffee usually does the job uh oh, yeah. that's not why i'm drinking it but you know it's what hap- tends to happen <laughs> but uh nothing else though beyond that i don't have any uh anything on standby or anything thanks guys thanks for allowing me to ask these very personal <laughs> questions I don't know what the <laughs> what the size of mine are like compared to the, well, you the would- median average human poop i mean you would know though if it was like raisinets you're right i would you would would know that i would know that i mean that's an exaggeration but you would know if there was like something something silly happening (laughs) if comedy was coming out of your butt like what yeah i don't need that yes you don't having enough trouble getting it out of the mouth (laughs) (laughs) um Or the, fin- or the fingertips. Uh, yes, comedy can flow from many extremities. I think it might be time for us. Wait, I w- <laughs> 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 to hear this Robin diary entry. Yes, okay. I think it is. Yeah. Yes. Well, I I went through it. I uh, you can see on Patreon. I made some. I, oh I my gosh! And I was like, "Oh, that one's funny. That one's funny." So what I thought I would do, I found three that are that kind of I, I think are kind of related. So and Amazing. they're relatively short. Should I read them all three of them? Yes, together? please. <sighs> all right, are you ready? We're ready. Okay. Wait, so what, so what, uh, did I yes. miss what age is this? What age were you writing this? I am thirteen here. Oh my god! Uh, Amazing. Prime Prime yeah. Diary. Thirteen. Time. Yes. Um, okay, September 13th, 1989, you do the math. Well, 
A lot has happened since my last entry. We had a barbecue and the regular spiel went on. Saturday, Alan hecked through a party and was it was really great until they all wanted to play spin the bottle with <gasps> tongue. Jeez. I had, Gosh. Usually you I just use a bottle. Kiss, I had to kiss Justin and Tweez. Even though I sort of was seeing Justin at camp, I was – Take, I was talking and he just came up and started kissing me, bastard. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. I still love Dave Bordeaux. I seriously have never liked anyone a bit more than him. It sounds super corny, but he just sheds off a glow. He's so neat. I just wrote him <laughs> a five-page letter. He's probably forgotten who I am and will never write back. I have weird feelings. <laughs> a, a couple wow. of nights ago, I went out with 10th, 11th, and 12th graders. And it was so cool because they totally accepted me. What should I do about Dave Bordeaux? Should I keep dreaming? What's the use? Every girl of Brandeis probably wants his body. Sad face. Wow. <laughs> Mom said I could get an agent. Happy face. I'm so happy and so confused. Love, Robin. <laughs> okay, so oh my god this is amazing i liked how i liked how you were you were kind of being chill about the guy who you had feelings for at camp you're like i mean i was kind of seeing him at camp like even at 13 I, you're like it's not like we're not exclusive <laughs> i mean i and i know who that guy was and i was totally not seeing him let me just be <laughs> real clear about that sure um there's one there's Bear with me for one second. Tomorrow, oh, here we go. Tomorrow, we all, December 21st, 1989. Tomorrow, we all head over to Phoenix. Could I be more excited? This is pre-friends. <laughs> Could I also please not have less of a chance with Chad? Oi, I still think Mick Jagger is cute. Today, Rosie and I worked out. Yesterday, Jeremy Deutschman called, and we had the usual boring conversation. Um, tomorrow, uh... Wait, hold on. Tomorrow I'll be seeing Mandy for the first time in five months. After all the phone calls and tears, I'm finally going to see her. I can't believe it. I'm jumping out of my skin. Last year when I saw her, we totally cried and I left and we weren't even good friends. I also don't know how I'll be able to tell her that her boyfriend, who I won't name, is such a putz. I don't <laughs> care how cute he is. Well, I'm bushed. In world news, President Bush <laughs> just declared war on Panama. Bush, Bush, I, that's fun. <laughs> this is who I will pick. These are my picks for who will win the Oscars. Best actor, Tom Cruise for Born on the Fourth of July or Morgan Freeman and Driving Miss Daisy. Mm -hmm. Best movie, Do the Right Thing or Born on the Fourth of July. Best actress, Jessica Tandy, no contest. <laughs> Did I you like follow up? Who, do you follow up? Who actually won these years? Jessica Tandy definitely won, and Morgan Freeman definitely won. Um, you can pick them. What? You can pick them. It sounds like I can. I know how to pick them. There's one about my. Did you insert just a, a, a not a non secular about Mick Jagger still being? Yes. Did I hear that? Yes. Well, that I was, was really the most random. This, do you remember the Steel Wheels tour? Yeah. <laughs> I really liked the Steel Wheels tour. Um, <laughs> there's one about me trying a tampon for the first time. Uh, wait, here's a Rolling I'll call today my Rolling Stone Day. Stones Day. Why? Because I have so many mixed emotions. <laughs> wow. That was a song on the Steel Wheels tour. That's um, okay. 
Today was the camp reunion. I saw some I saw some people from Hilltop and they didn't even remember me. Oh well. My mom and dad moved out of their bedroom today and we're remodeling our house. It looks so ugly. By the way, Rosie is beginning to annoy me. She thinks she can just throw me around on flake on me whenever she feels the need. Her mom's boyfriend bugs the shit out of me. I don't know anyone and I'm kind of depressed right now. Nothing ever seems permanent. My birthday is in a month from today. <laughs> um Wow. Okay, this is really good. So I went to um this is from March 1st, 1990. Here I am, a brand new month with fresh new grievances. Today we had the eighth grade favorites for everything. I was nominated for class clown, best smile, and most spirited. I really didn't mind that I only lost class clown by one vote, but everyone was bullying me, bugging me about how I should have been class clown. It gets annoying. Um, and then, sorry, I write about how this guy who was at Princeton keeps writing me letters. So I was in eighth grade and there was a guy at Princeton writing letters to me. I'm not going to name his name. Um, and then here's the thing. I went to a, I went to a Skid Row concert. Ooh, Last night wow. was the concert. March 6, 1990. Last night was the concert. It was so much fun. I'm going to marry Sebastian Bach. I love Skid Row. They're the best. Aerosmith was pretty incredible, but I kept my mind on skids. I was, suppo- I was supposed to go with Kristen wow. and Castine, but they got suspended. Can you believe? They had possession of a lighter on campus. I can't get my mind off of Sebastian and how he sung I Remember You, a cappello. I snuck into Carl's fourth grade class, fourth period class today, and we just sort of stared at each other. He's pretty cool. My one problem is that Nicole A. likes him. Oh, geez. Tomorrow, I find out if I'm on drill team in high school. I hope I make it. Anyway, um, you said without... Sorry. Anyway, I hope I make it, please. I have to start reading. You said... And then there's a quote. You said, I love you, babe. Without a sound, I'd give my life... Just for one kiss. I don't know what that's from. Is it possibly Skid Row? I know that's it what might I was be, thinking. Oh yeah, it's Skid Row. There's a lot of Skid Row in here. In fact, if you are on Patreon, you can see I wrote Skid Row rules. Like, wow. So there's I, never a bad time to rock and roll, man. <laughs> do you do you still keep up with like Skid Row? Does do you still like play it in the car and stuff? No, but that concert was pretty awesome. And I do have to give my mom credit because Kristen's dad was supposed to take us to that concert and they got suspended. And my mom, God love her soul, took me to the forum to see Aerosmith and Skid Row. And like Aww, during mom. the song, I Remember You, like the person in front of us, like lit a blowtorch. <laughs> and <laughs> it was just like an intense experience. Um, and she really, she really showed up. My mom took me to Skid Row. Check it so out. nice. I'm that was the one where I get my period. <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> gross. Yeah, that's what we're here for. <laughs> uh, but I can't find it. So yeah, those are my diary entrance. That entries. was amazing. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. <clears throat> um, I identify with a lot. I don't know if all t- girls that age are kind of the same, or if we're just especially similar. Um, I think. We're well, that'll be interesting. But- It'll be yeah. interesting to know if listeners are like, I strongly identify with that too from that age. <laughs> I think it's, I think we're especially similar. And I think there's something about being that age. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you. I just love that. <laughs> You're welcome. <clears throat> Tomorrow I go see Skid Row. Aerosmith should be scary, but incredible because Sebastian is pretty beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I just poked amazing. myself in the eye with my diary. Oh, no. Metaphorical hey, we talking, and literal. We were talking about <laughs> diaries, and in the segment before that, we were talking about diarrhea. I know. <laughs> you guys, yeah. this has been so delightful. Thank you so much. Um, listeners, uh, if you are listening and you're thinking, uh, I need more, then make sure you're subscribed. And also, I am doing a newsletter now. Subscribe to that, alisonrosen.substack.com. alisonrosen.substack.com. It's me, but in written form. Uh, listen to my other podcast, Childish and Upworthy Weekly. I already mentioned Patreon. Uh, and uh, follow me on social media at alisonrosen on Twitter and Instagram. And um, Robin, where do we find you? At Robin Shore on Instagram. Wonderful. Jordan, what about you? Uh, yeah, I do a chat podcast, not unlike this one, called Jordan, Jesse, Go. Allison's been on a number of times. You can find that at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, the graphic novel I co-wrote, Bubble, is uh, still available. Thank you. Uh, is now available uh, at, at wherever you would get a book or a comic book. Um, yeah, that's it. Perfect. Daniel? Follow me at Daniel Quantz on Twitter and Instagram. And Tony. Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. Tony Thaxton. Thaxton. <laughs> Live uh, albums every Tuesday. Thank you guys so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Time, but now we gotta go.